What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Studs and Dud Sports. AJ back with Gorilla for some Week Seven fantasy action. Gorilla, you went uh, six and ten last week in your picks. Uh, <laughs> rough week. Not not my best week. However, however, in actual fantasy a daily pace, I've been doing decent. I've been uh, making a comeback in all my leagues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was six and ten in our picks as well. You're still a game ahead of me for the season, but we're both over five hundred, so we're both doing yeah. really good with our picks. There was a lot of there was a lot of weird spread play in games last week. Yeah, there definitely was. I like how Philly just went for two just to like screw over the betters last week. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. There was there's been a lot of that, a lot of that, and this is going to be a weird week because we have six teams on the bye. So your season long leagues, this is a tough one. That's right. Um, if you want, we can dive right in. I'll kick us off with some Thursday night action. Yeah, let's get let's uh, let's talk games. All right, so Thursday night football that'll be tonight for those of you that are listening after we post this. Uh, the Broncos at the Browns. Browns are favored by two points. I don't know how with Case Keenum starting, but they're still favored by two. The over under is a low forty one and a half, which is pretty much where it should be. Uh, I'm studying in this one the Denver Broncos defense. Uh, with Baker Mayfield being out, Case Keenum gets the spot start. Uh, the Browns' offense is absolutely decimated with injuries. No Kareem Hunt, no Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham is questionable, and no Baker Mayfield. So Case Keenum gets the start. He has no one to hand the ball off to and no one to throw the ball to. So studying the Broncos' defense here. I am going to dud Case Keenum. As I said, he has no one to hand the ball off to and no one to throw the ball to. So it's <laughs> a bad situation for him uh, with no, no Chubb, no Hunt, no OBJ. Uh, Bad day for Case Keenum, so I'm doubting him. I am, however, going to sleeper for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton, uh, like he's been getting more targets and is really kind of sliding into that number one wide receiver role. Uh, last two weeks, Cortland Sutton has had 11 targets and 14 targets in the last two weeks. He's averaged 100 yards and had a touchdown each week, so he's really kind of coming into his own of that offense. I like Cortland Sutton as a nice sleeper on Thursday nights. Uh, Gorilla, you want to kick us off with some Sunday action? Yeah, let's go Sunday, 1 o'clock. we got an AFC North matchup we're going to talk about. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Baltimore to take on division rival the Ravens. Ravens are favored six points over under 47. In other words, Vegas think there's going to be some scoring in this game. I agree there is going to be some scoring this game. The stat holds true. Lamar Jackson has yet to lose a game in October in any season that he's been playing, uh, any season here in the NFL. So, it's kind of amazing. I thought last week was going to be a for sure against the Chargers, but sure enough, he had himself one heck of a game. So I'm looking for that to continue. I'm going to stud Lamar Jackson in this one. The Bengals passing offense is our passing defense is, is God awful. Uh, Everybody can throw against them. Even the Houston Texans would be able to throw against them. So look, look for Lamar Jackson to have himself an absolute field day and absolutely put up fantastic numbers. Remember he's also, He's essentially a running back as well. He gets a lot of yardage on the ground and gets a lot of touchdowns on the ground, making him a fantastic play this week in your in your daily and season-long leagues. I'm going to dud the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Again, they've really struggled. Their offense has some weapons. They can put up points, but they've struggled to stop absolutely anything all season. They're playing against a very strong uh Baltimore offense right now. The Baltimore 
passing game is one of the best in the NFL, at least statistically. Uh, I'm looking for that to continue. I'm looking for the Cincinnati defense to have itself a horrible game, uh, not be able to turn the ball over, not be able to slow down Baltimore in one way. And therefore, a sleeper, if you have Lamar Jackson as your stud and he's going to have a great experience throwing the ball, his receiver is going to be a sleeper. So I'm looking at Hollywood Brown as being a sleeper play in this one. I, th- I think Hollywood Brown, I'm calling a Hollywood Brown game. I know I'm page out of AJ's book here. He's been liking Hollywood Brown all season, but I think this really is a fantastic matchup for him. I think it's a great game. I'm looking for him to be a little cheaper option in your uh, uh, daily leagues for this week. AJ, who do you got for one o'clock? Uh, I got a AFC East matchup with the Jets at the Patriots. This one's going to be a snoozer. The Patriots are favored by seven over under at a grand 42 and a half. So Vegas thinks there's also going to be not a lot of scoring in this one. And in this one, I'm going to stud the Patriots defense. That's right. I'm calling two games so far and I'm studying two defenses. Uh, Zach Wilson, last time he played this Bill Belichick defense through four interceptions. The Jets offense is not any better and they're playing in uh, New England this time around, which means that Pat's defense is going to be wreaking havoc once again. Uh, That means my dud of the week is going to be Zach Wilson. Not a great quarterback option most weeks, but again, he gets to play in New England against the Patriots defense that is ranked 13th on the season against opposing quarterbacks fantasy-wise, and that's including Dak Prescott's big week against them last week. So you take that out, and they're ranked like top five uh, in fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. This is a bad situation for Zach Wilson. I'm avoiding him. I will, however, sleeper Mac Jones. Like Mac Jones, I don't like him. Uh, fantasy wise most weeks and I really don't like anyone fantasy wise in this game at all but Mac Jones is very accurate Uh, he seems to be getting a little more comfortable in the Patriots offense we did see what he's capable of last week against Dallas so he could be a cheap option this week at quarterback if you want to save your money and spend up other places such as running back Um, Gorilla who is up next for you we're going to talk about the Carolina Panthers they are headed to New York to take on the Giants uh, Panthers are favorite two and a half points as the road team in this one. A low over under 42 and a half. Honestly, this is not a great fantasy game. Uh, I, I really don't re- recommend playing somebody from this game as an overall. Uh, I think it's going to be a very slow moving, lower scoring game. Uh, maybe a defense is a good option this year, but we're going to talk about the best options in a lousy game in this one. So just take note going into that. I'm going to stud the Carolina Panthers wide receiver, DJ Moore. If uh, really there's a weakness in here, it's the, the I mean, well, the Giants team is overall is kind of a weakness, but the Giants passing defense has been very weak. They give up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. Look for DJ Moore to capitalize on that. It's just a good game, a good wide receiver game. He's a good uh, spot for possibly that flex position. Uh, you have a few extra bucks you can spend up for him. It's not really that expensive, but it's a good last uh, last pick of your of your team this week. I'm going to dud Devontae Booker for the New York Giants. Yes, Saquon Barkley is still out. Yeah, Galladay Slay and all those injuries that the Giants have had all season are going to continue into this week. So don't look for the Giants. They have much of an option offensively. Devontae Booker is not going to have a good game. The Carolina run defense is no joke. They do not give up fantasy points. They do not give up yards to opposing running backs. 
it's going to be a rough game, especially for a backup running back. However, I'm going to sleeper, and this is a really weird play, considering Christian McCaffrey is uh, listed as healthy right now. I'm going to sleeper Chuba Hubbard, the Carolina running back. We've seen a lot more of him in recent weeks. While McCaffrey is, uh, right now, he's not even listed on the injury list. I'm looking for I'm looking for Chuba Hubbard to continue to be getting the ball a fair amount of time in this one. They begin utilizing him a little bit more. He's looking a little bit better every time he he steps out there. I know it's a long shot in this one. It's a it's a real long play in this one. But I like Chuba Hubbard as a sleeper play in this game. AJ, who do you got next at one o'clock? Uh, Chuba Hubbard actually gets a bump this week anyways. Christian McCaffrey's on IR, so he's not eligible to come back for a couple more weeks anyway. Oh, that's right, that's <laughs> right. That's probably why he's not listed on your injury report you're looking at, but that's okay. Chuba Hubbard's a great sleeper option. Uh, moving on to my next game with lots of scoring, according to Vegas, the Chiefs at the Titans. Chiefs are favored 5.5 over under at 57.5. That's got to be the highest of the week. Uh, Vegas thinks this game is going to be a shootout. I am going to agree with that completely. Uh, I am going to stud the Chiefs defense. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not studying a defense in this game. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stud Ryan Tannehill, though, in this one. That's right. I'm not going with the obvious play in Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Tannehill showed last week against Buffalo in a healthy offense what this Titans offense can do. Uh, Kansas City gives up the second most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks so far this season, averaging 25 points a game against uh, quarterbacks are scoring 25 points a game against Kansas City defense. And Tannehill is absolutely going to feast in this one. Uh, I'm going to stud every defense in this one. I'm going to stud the Chiefs defense. I'm going to stud the or I'm going to dud the Titans defense. I'm going to dud all of them. Uh, there may not be a punt in this game, let alone uh, a turnover or any type of defensive effort at all really in this one uh, i am however going to sleeper anthony ferkser the uh tight end for the titans uh the chiefs really struggle to stop opposing tight ends ferkser is going to get some red zone targets in this one uh and what should be a high scoring affair so i like him as a really cheap tight end this week uh gorilla who you got up next we're going to talk to the washington football team they're headed to green bay to take on the packers the Packers are favored nine and a half points in this one uh, over under of 48 and a half for this game. Uh, pretty much I, this, this game is exactly what Vegas says it's going to be. Uh, I like the Packers in a two score game in this one with some average amount of scoring in this game. I'm going to stud Aaron Rodgers in this one as as hard a time as he's had and issues he's had with the office in this one. I'm looking for Aaron Rodgers to continue winning games for Green Bay. Uh, this is a great matchup for him. Green Bay or Washington gives up a lot of a lot of points to fantasy and fantasy to quarterbacks. I'm looking for that to continue this one. Aaron Rodgers is a great option to quarterback. He's worth uh, spending up a little bit of money to get into this one but his price really isn't that inflated this week. I'm going to dud the Washington football team running back Antonio Gibson. Well, first off, he's they're saying he's going to play, but he's playing hurt. He didn't practice yesterday. I'm looking for that to kind of continue in this. I'm just not a fan of uh, the Antonio Gibson option for this game. Uh, they're going to be playing from behind. Washington's going to be playing from behind. I'm looking for them to have to abandon the running game uh, pretty early on and that makes the running back position absolutely useless 
with the exception of blocking, and there's no fantasy points scored for blocking. So don't like the Washington run game at all. I'm going to sleeper, Green Bay wide receiver, Ellen Lazard. We're always talking about Devontae Adams, but there's more than one wide receiver in Green Bay. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Ellen Lazard is the, is the number two guy in this one here. I'm looking for Washington to be double team and Devontae Adams all game. The Washington defense is not horrible. Uh, they they can they can do normally cover at least somebody in this one, but I don't think they're going to be able to cover everybody, making this a great sleeper play for Alan Lazard in this one. I'm looking for him to actually have himself a decent game and actually find the end zone in this game. AJ, you got uh, one more one o'clock game? Uh, yep, last one o'clock game for me is going to be the Falcons at the Dolphins. Uh, doesn't seem very much like a good game uh, record-wise, but fantasy-wise, there's some options here. Falcons in this one are favored by two and a half on the road with an over-under at 47 and a half. So Vegas is saying there's going to be a little bit of scoring in this one, uh, right about average. I'm going to stud Kelvin Ridley in this one. I know we really haven't talked about him too much this season, uh, but the Dolphins are giving up 36 points a game to opposing wide receiver groups. They have struggled to stop opposing passing games all season. So I really like Calvin Ridley to have a nice breakout game this week. I'm going to dud Mike Gusecki, the tight end for the Dolphins. He did have a big week last week, but he gets a Falcons defense that's ranked kind of in the middle of the pack against opposing tight ends. They're giving up less than 10 points per week to opposing tight ends fantasy-wise. Uh, Gusecki's going to be in for a little bit of a rough go here. But I am going to sleeper Kyle Pitts, the rookie tight end, for the Falcons in this one. He is getting more comfortable in their offense slowly becoming the number two option in the passing game behind Calvin Ridley uh, pair that with a Dolphins defense, giving up 13 plus points a game to opposing fantasy tight ends. Uh, Pitts is looking like a good option this week. So I really like the Atlanta offense here, especially their passing offense. Uh, and Kyle Pitts is my sleeper. Let's move on to some four o'clock action gorilla. I'm going to start off talking about a, quite a storyline in this one, the Detroit lions, they're headed to L.A. to take on the Rams. First off, the Rams is the home team, our favorite 15 points with an over-under of 50 and a half. Kind of feels like a college game here. Uh, this is the Jared Goff, Matt Stafford playing their old team where Matt Stafford can be like, hey, do you remember when you held me back? And Jared Goff can be like, hey, you remember when I was relevant? Uh, really, that's what you're going to get out of this game here. And I mean, I hate to say I feel bad for Jerry Goff, but I kind of do in this one. Or Matt Stafford's like, oh, look, I remember when I lost games with you guys, too. Um, Now, it seems weird, an over-under of 50 and a half and a 15-point spread that I would be going after Stafford and Cup. But their their prices are so, so inflated in fantasy. I'm not going to do that. I mean, you'd have to really spend up to get them. However, the Rams' defense is incredibly cheap, and I think they're going to be an absolutely fantastic defense. Let's be real. The Detroit team, uh, even their even their, their top-notch players in there outside of, outside of Jared Goff, they're playing hurt. Uh, the Lions have really struggled all season. Uh, they, they can't seem to win games. They can't seem to find the end zone. They turn the ball over. I think this is a fantastic game for a Rams defense that really, really puts up really puts up good fantasy numbers. I think they're a fantastic fantasy play. I'm going to dud Jared Goff. I, I just don't like the matchup for him. Uh, the Rams secondary is really, really good. They do a great job of keeping the 
keeping the ball out of the end zone in the air. I just don't think he's going to hit the fantasy points. His price is actually reasonably expensive this week. It's not worth the price. It's going to be a complete dud week for Jared Goff. However, I'm going to sleeper in this one. And it's a, a this is a deep sleeper and kind of a weird sleeper. I'm going to sleeper the Lions defense in this one. Look, the Lions, yeah, they keep losing and they have no no luck whatsoever offensively. They do have a defense. They've hung in there in these games. And why have they hung in there in these games? Is their defense does a fantastic job of keeping the other team score close, uh, getting turnovers, getting into the backfield, and getting sacks. I like the Detroit Lions defense. Do I like the Lions to win the game? No. But I think their defense is going to put up fantasy points this week. I know, a bit of a weird sleeper play, but it is what it is. AJ, what do you got for your second 4 o'clock game? Uh, my second 4 o'clock game is my beloved 2-4 and four Philadelphia Eagles going to the Raiders. They're going to Vegas to take on the 4-2 and two Raiders. Raiders are only favored by their home three in this one with an over under at 49. It's kind of odd for a 4-2 and two team playing a 2-4 and four team that's kind of being written off right now. Uh, I am going to stud Josh Jacobs in this one uh, with Philly absolutely struggling to stop the run uh, in pretty much every game they're playing in. This is a great matchup for Josh Jacobs, who is finally healthy. Uh, pair that with a sudden lack of competition and carries in the backfield, and Josh Jacobs is due for a big week here. Uh, I'm going to dud the opposing running back, Miles Sanders. AJ, why are you dudding a running back that's averaging 4.7 yards a carry? He's getting five carries a week, that's why. It's hard to score fantasy points when you get five carries a week. Until that changes, I'm avoiding Miles Sanders and the entire Eagles run game. Uh, I'm going to sleeper, however, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is the new number one tight end after Zach Ertz was just shipped to Arizona this week. That means Goddard is no longer splitting snaps. Uh, He was in a 55% snap share or so. He was getting 55. Ertz was getting 45. Now he's getting 100, and Ertz is on a different team. That means that he is going to see an uptick in targets. We've seen Jalen Hurts really target his tight ends, especially in the red zone. So I like Goddard this week for sure. Uh, That is what I've got for this wonderful game. Gorilla, who do you have at 4 o'clock next? Let's talk about the Chicago Bears. They're headed to Tampa Bay to take on Brady and the Bucks. Bucks favorite 12 and a half points in this one over under a 47. Some of these spreads this week, they're like college football games. and now normally me and AJ stress when you're when you're picking your teams in your daily leagues, you don't chase points. However, I feel there's an instance in this game where you can go ahead and chase some points. Uh, I like the Buccaneers in this game. I like the Buccaneers to jump to an early lead and just be pounding it down the Bears' throat. In other words, I'm going to stud Leonard Fournette, the Tampa Bay running back. Look, he's he's woken up in the last few weeks. He's been absolutely fantastic in the last few weeks. I don't like the Bears' defense to be able to stop him. I like the Buccaneers to be able to just kind of control the field, and that means a strong run game. I think this is a fantastic matchup for Leonard Fournette. I'm going to dud Bears' tight end Cole Komet in this one. Look, he hasn't shown much life yet this season. The Buccaneers' defense does not give up fantasy points to tight ends. I think he's an absolute. Uh, I think he's an absolute mistake of a play this week. However, I'm going to sleep for the Bears quarterback Justin Fields. Not that I think he's going to have necessarily an epic game or a fantastic game, but he's very cheap. He's a great option. And when you're playing from behind, you're throwing the ball a lot, and by volume, you're going to be throwing the check down passes uh, and throwing passes that are easily caught. 
though all those yardage do add up and do make for a decent game at quarterback, at least as fantasy is concerned. So I like I like Fields this week to be a good sleeper play at quarterback. You think that's the first time we've ever called him out in a positive way this season. AJ, do you have another four o'clock game or are we on night games here? Oh, no, I definitely have another four o'clock game. And speaking of college football type lines, I got the Texans at the Cardinals. Cardinals are the home team in favored 17 and a half. (laughs) It's fantastic. 17 and a half. That is an absolute college football spread right there. Uh, Over under at 47 and a half. So basically they're saying the Cardinals are going to score 47 and the Texans are going to score a half. So uh, my stud in this one is Kyler Murray. Look, the only apprehension I have about starting Kyler Murray this week is that uh, Arizona is going to go 21 to nothing after the first quarter and then just run the ball the rest of the game. That's the only reason that I wouldn't start Kyler Murray this week. Otherwise, he's going against probably the worst defense in uh, all of football. He's going to put up monster numbers, assuming that he's in the game after halftime uh, with, with Arizona probably being up by 30. Uh, so I'm studying Kyler Murray. I'm going to dud every Houston Texan, all of them. Don't start them. I don't even care. Uh, I, I, like uh, the only guy that I might start this week is Deshaun Watson. And that's only if uh, pickup lines and uh <laughs> false accusations and random sexual assault charges count for fantasy points. Otherwise not starting him either. Uh, I am however going to sleeper James Connor uh, chase Edmonds is slowly becoming just a passing down back here. And James Connor is the goal line back and the early down back. And when the Cardinals get a lead, they just pound James Connor. Uh, I expect them to have a lead early and often in this one. I like James Connor to get a ton of carries in this one and a game that's going to get out of hand rather quickly. Uh, that brings us to uh, Sunday night football. Yeah, Sunday night football. Do you have that game? I believe I have the Colts and the 49ers. Is that Sunday night? Yes, it is. All right. Colts and 49ers on Sunday night football. Look at me getting back-to-back games here. Uh, 49ers yeah, are favored by four in this one with an overrunner at 44 and a half. Uh, I'm studying in this one, Debo, Debo Samuel. He gets a shot at the Colts' shoddy defense. Uh, that's giving up 35 fantasy points a game to opposing wide receivers. Debo is the number one wide receiver in this offense and becoming one of the better wide receivers in all of fantasy uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo being healthy. And we know he likes to target Debo Samuel. I like him uh, in this one for an uptick in targets and catches. I'm going to dud Elijah Mitchell, the 49ers running back. Um, the Colts are tough on opposing running backs. They rank fourth in points allowed to opposing running backs. So I'm avoiding the mash unit here. That is the 49ers run game. Elijah Mitchell is the starter. There's three other guys that are going to get carries. None of them are going to be successful in this one. So I'm absolutely avoiding them. I am, however, going to sleeper Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, he's healthy this week. He's going to get the start over Trey Lance, who is not healthy. Uh, and he gets a start against a Colts defense that's giving up a lot of fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. He's a cheap option at quarterback this week, and him and Debo Samuel are going to be a nice pairing uh, this week. So, honestly, uh, it's not a bad stack option in your dailies to go with these two. Uh, so it could be a nice little way to go. Uh, that brings us to Monday night football. 
Monday Night Football sees the New Orleans Saints. They're headed to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Saints, they are favored five points as the away team in this one. A very low over under of 43 and a half points. Uh, I'm looking for looking for the Saints to have a good game offensively here. The Seahawks, they're dealing with a number of injuries on defense. Making uh making we don't talk about injuries on defense that much because they're not fantasy points, but they are relevant for the opposing offense. I'm looking for that to be the case in this game here. I'm going to stud Jameis Winston, the New Orleans Saints quarterback in this one. He's he's been kind of under the radar and he's reasonably cheap in your daily leagues because he's been under the radar, but he's putting up good points. He's putting up really good points. He's a cheaper option, so you can spend up at places like well, running back, which is really necessary this week, it seems. Uh, I'm looking for looking for Jameis Winston to be an absolutely fantastic stud play at quarterback for you. I'm going to dud Seattle wide receiver DK Metcalf. Does the Saints passing defense is fantastic? Their secondary is unbelievable. They do not give up fantasy points to wide receivers. It just doesn't happen. I like DK Metcalf, and I think he'll have a measure of success. But his price is up there. I don't think he's worth the price at all. Just because he has a good game doesn't mean he's worth spending nine thousand or whatever it is to play him. He's he's very pricey this week. And I'm going to sleep for a name that we haven't heard and we've never really talked about. Yes, I'm pulling deep into the bag of tricks for this one. What a sleeper! The New Orleans Saints tight end Adam Troutman. I think he's going to have himself a fantastic game. I think Jameis Winston is going to be kind of nickel and diamond his way down the field for this one. And I like Troutman as the check down receiver for this one here at tight end. Very cheap option. Very cheap sleeper. I think he's going to be well worth it. Yes, it's a definite roll of the dice, but I really like him this week as sleeper. And that brings us to our best of the week. Uh, AJ, you want to kick us off with quarterback? Uh, yeah, my top stud quarterback of the week is me, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I talked about it in my write-up. Look, the game script says that game is going to be an absolute shootout. Uh, I think Kansas City is probably going to have a lead early, which means the Titans are going to have to throw to keep up, which means uh, Derrick Henry is not going to be relied on. Tannehill is going to have to do it in the air. I like Tannehill this week as an absolute stud. I'm going to dud Justin Fields. I know Gorilla gave him some props. Uh, I still don't think he's quite there as a quarterback. Uh, his injuries at wide receiver kind of hamper him a little bit. Uh, he's a good volume play, but I think he's going to have to take too many chances being uh, playing from behind in that game. He's probably going to throw a few picks, so I'm going to avoid him. I am, however, going to sleeper Derek Carr. Uh, I know Philadelphia has been kind of tough on opposing quarterbacks and wide receivers on the season, but the last few weeks they've kind of softened up on that. They've given up three touchdowns in the last couple weeks uh, to the opposing quarterbacks they've been playing against. So Derek Carr could be in for a decent game. I'm not expecting a lot yardage-wise, but he might have like a three-touchdown game as well. So he's a nice sleeper option. Gorilla, who do you like at quarterback? I'm, I'm going to stud Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, any sport really is a game of momentum, and right now Baltimore is absolutely destroying teams. Lamar Jackson is playing absolute fantastic football. They're playing against that beat-up Cincinnati, uh, a Cincinnati defense that, that gives up a lot of points to opposing quarterbacks. I think it's a fantastic Lamar Jackson week. I know I talked about it in my write-up too. Uh, I'm going to dud Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. I talked about it in my write-up. 
his game return game to LA to take on the Rams is not going to be a very pleasant homecoming for him. I uh, just think it's a really bad matchup. I'm going to sleeper Matt Ryan for the Atlanta Falcons playing against the Dolphins team that really gives up a fair amount of points. I just don't like Matt Ryan this week. I mean, really the Dolphins lost to a team that hadn't won 20 games in a row or whatnot. How great can they be? Uh, AJ, who do you got at running back? At running back, I'm going to stud Aaron Jones for the Packers playing against the uh, Washington football team that can't stop me if I sneezed. Uh, they couldn't stop anything. Uh, their defense is absolutely shoddy this season, which is astounding because of all the talent they have on it. But I'm going to stud Aaron Jones. I'm going to dud Antonio Gibson on the other side of the ball for the Washington football team. Look, uh, when you're playing from behind, you're not running the football. And we know Washington likes to use J.D. McKissick uh, as their passing down back. So this is not an Antonio Gibson game. It is a J.D. McKissick game. I'm going to sleeper Daryl Henderson for the Rams against the Lions. Everyone's going to focus on Jared Goff and Matt Stafford. Well, when the Lions are down by 20 in the first half, they're going to run Daryl Henderson all day. Uh, He had a pretty good day last week at 80 yards and a touchdown against the Giants defense. Uh, that was kind of shoddy coming into that game. Anyways, uh, the Lions are much worse against uh, opposing running backs. So I like Henderson as a good sleeper this week. All right. I, I'm going to start AJ's brother from another mother uh, against his beloved Philadelphia Eagles. I'm talking about Josh Jacobs. Look, I, I don't like the Eagles defense against uh, running backs in this one. Uh, Jacobs is a name we haven't really talked about this year. I just think he's a fantastic option at running back this week. I'm going to dud Devontae Williams to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I Pretty much I think that game's got to be just playing in the air, at least as far as the Kansas City offense goes. There's going to be a lot of scoring in that game here. And when Kansas City gets into a, like a shootout type game, their running game is usually just kind of uh, forgotten about. And I'm looking for him to be more of an afterthought in this one. I'm going to double down sleeper. Chaba Hubbard is a great sleeper option with uh, McCaffrey on the IR. Chaba Hubbard is now the go-to guy there. Uh, he's going to be a good sleeper this week. AJ, want to kick us off at wide receiver. At wide receiver, I don't care how expensive he is. Devonta Adams going against the worst fantasy defense against opposing wide receivers in the Washington football team. Uh, you have to start him. I mean, you just, you just have to. Uh, I'm going to dud Terry McLaurin for the uh, Washington football team on the other side of the ball. I know I'm really picking on this game, but I think it's an absolute blowout. There's going to be not a whole lot of offense for Washington. There's going to be a lot of offense for Green Bay, so I'm dudding Terry McLaurin. And uh, I talked about him in my write-up for the Atlanta and Dolphins game. I am going to sleeper Calvin Ridley. I really like Ridley this week as a in a good spot to blow up. Um, he's been really quiet all season. He's been kind of having nagging injuries. This is a great spot for him to really break out. All right. Uh, as far as the wide receivers, I'm going to stud Devontae Adams. Uh, I know I talked about Lazard in my, uh, in my write-up. But really, again, Washington gives up a lot of points to opposing wide receivers. Devontae Adams really is going to be an absolute stud this week. Uh, it, it's, it's a great play. And look, me and AJ agree on a stud wide receiver. It usually means they're going to blow up. 
I'm going to dud Antonio Brown for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am not a fan of uh, chasing points first off. And Antonio Brown is hit or miss. Sometimes he has great games. Sometimes he has not so great games. You never know which version of Antonio Brown is going to be. After having a great game the past week, his price is a little bit inflated. I don't think he's worth the price. I'm going to dub Antonio Brown this week. I don't like I don't like his uh fantasy options of this one. I'm gonna double down on sleeper. I talked about it in the write-up as the uh Ravens are playing the Bengals. Uh, that's a great game for a passing team. I know I'm kind of picking on it, but I'm gonna double down on my sleeper of Hollywood Brown. I think this is a great Hollywood Brown week. AJ, what do you got at tight end? At tight end, I am going to stud Kyle Pitts for the Falcons. Uh, I know I sleeper Calvin Ridley. I'm going to stud Kyle Pitts. I think he's got a great matchup here against the Dolphins. They give a ton of points to opposing tight ends. Uh, I really like that matchup, so I'm going to stud him. I'm going to dud Travis Kelsey. Um, I know that that game is going to be played pretty much in the air, but the Titans are one of the top fantasy defenses at stopping opposing tight ends. So Travis Kelsey could be in for a rough go of it this week. And I'm going to sleeper Dallas Goddard for the Philadelphia Eagles. I talked about him in my write-up, the new number one guy. He's getting all the snap share now in Philadelphia, which means as long as he comes off the COVID list this week, which he should, um, he's in for a lot of targets and some red zone opportunities there in what should be a fairly high-scoring affair in the desert. Gorilla, who do you like at tight end this week? Tight end, my stud. I'm actually going to go to the game that's being played tonight. No offense. I, I like the Denver Bronco tight end. I think he really has become their best passing weapon. Uh, I think he's reliable. I think he's a good checkdown guy. I think he's going to have himself a fantastic game against that really beat-up Cleveland team tonight. Uh, I like Noah Fant to be an absolute stud tight end. As far as my dud goes, I'm dudding TJ Hawkinson for Detroit. He's a limited practice right now. They're saying he's going to play, but he's playing banged up. Uh, the LA Rams do not give up points to opposing tight ends. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, everything just points to you're going to have a bad game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm dudding TJ Hawkinson in this one. I'm going to sleeper. The Patriots tight end Hunter Henry. Look, they got a good matchup. They got a really good matchup in this game here. I'm looking for Henry to absolutely shine. I think I'm looking for him to have a good game here. It's Again, it's a tight end we never really talk about. He's a little bit cheaper. I think he's a great option this week. AJ, who do you got for kickers? Uh, I'm going to stud Young-Ho Koo, the Atlanta kicker. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of offense in that game with the Dolphins. Uh, some of those Atlanta drives are going to stall and result in some field goal opportunities. So he's a good safe bet to get you about 10 points this week. I'm going to dud uh, Fairbairn and the Houston kicker. I don't think they're going to score, let alone score anywhere near what it would take to use him in fantasy. So I'm dudding him completely. Uh, I'm sleepering Mason Crosby for Green Bay. I think they're going to put up a lot of points in Washington. Uh, and he's going to have plenty of opportunity to kick some extra points and field goals in that one. Really, who are your kickers of the week? I'm going to stud Mason Crosby. Uh, I, I just think they're going to put up so many points in this one that that he really is going to be an absolute beast of a play. 
I think it's going to be a fantastic pickup for kicker this week. I'm going to dud Michael Badgley. He's the kicker for Indy with Rodrigo Blankenship. Look, I got to say his name. Uh, on the IR, Michael Badgley is going to be taking over there, and it's just not not a good game for that. So I'm going to dud Michael Badgley. I'm going to sleeper Jake Elliott for the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. I think Philly's going to be able to put up points in this one, but I think a lot of them are going to be field goal type situations. I'm looking for him to have himself a good game. And that brings us to defense. AJ, who do you got at defense? Uh, my defense of the week is the Denver defense tonight against the Case Keenum led at Cleveland Browns. Uh, so I am studying Denver. I'm going to dud Houston. They can't stop anybody. Uh, that's pretty much all that needs to be said there. They're just a bad team in a bad situation. Uh, I'm going to sleeper the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Chicago Bears. I think the Tampa is going to get up early. I talked about it when I dudded Justin Fields. He's going to have to take some chances with the football with a receiving core that isn't very good. Uh, I mean, they have some options, but they're not really full of a whole lot of talent there. So he's going to have to try and force the ball in some tight spaces. Tampa Bay is going to have some opportunities for some interceptions. I think they'll certainly take advantage there. Gorilla, who are your defenses for the week? I'm going to stud the Carolina Panther defense. They're playing against a New York Giants team that is pretty banged up offensively. I'm looking for the Panthers to have themselves a fantastic defensive game in that one. I'm going to dud the Washington football team defense. We, Me and AJ have both talked about it at this point. Green Bay is going to put up points. Uh, they're going to put up a lot of points, and Washington's really going to struggle defensively in this one. Not a good game for them. And I'm going to sleeper the L.A. Ram defense playing against the Detroit Lions in this one. I think it's just a fantastic matchup for them. The Lions are just awful. So it's, it's a good game for the L.A. Rams uh, defense in this one. AJ, that just about does us week seven in the books. That's right. Our picks will be up uh, in our spreadsheet on the Facebook page. So we'll get those updated for this week. You can see how we've done for the season. Keep in mind, uh, we are missing the games from week one. We didn't get them in in time. Uh, and I didn't want anyone to think that we were just putting them in randomly. So those are week two through week six picks, not week one through week six. Uh, but we'll update those for you. I'm going to spend my whole weekend rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles the Atlanta Falcons, and for Carson Wentz to play 100% of the snaps this week. Gorilla, what are you going to do this weekend? Uh, well, the Bills are on the bye week. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself here. I, I'm going to figure out whatever game is going to be the most exciting to watch, probably Tennessee and Kansas City, and hope that I get to see a shootout game where I can actually cheer for Derrick Henry instead of being upset that the dude can run 21.8 miles per hour with his pants on. <laughs> yeah uh that was uh it's pretty amazing for a guy that size he can he can absolutely break away from a defense like that it was uh I, it was I, fun it was as a non-buffalo fan the monday night game was very fun to watch and it was really fun to watch derrick henry just do what he does against uh, a really good defense in buffalo and can i just say if a guy that size is coming at me that fast i'm getting out of his way yeah, so did the rest of your defense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't blame them one bit. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, that's going to wrap us up this week. Uh, 
I'm, I'm hoping that my Eagles can uh, pull out a win here. So I don't have to start my draft prep for next season in week seven, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but for gorilla, this is AJ and we'll catch you next week in week eight.